take out the vital organs and you burn all that stuff. And that takes care of the problem. You are now listening to From the Pit. It's killing a lot of people. You are now listening to From the Pit podcast, where we're two dumbasses and we're going to talk about some bullshit. Because reasons. <laughs> I hate you, so buckle up, ladies. <laughs> oh, so it is a uh, another week. Another spite-filled podcast. Filled fill with spite? Well, it's going to start off that way. Yeah. <laughs> Ron's gone. He's He's gone. Yeah, um, he's is he coming back? I don't know. He's gone. Have you we, heard? Have you heard from him outside of the? No. Oh, it's been about a week. Ron, where are you? It's been one week. Yeah, you know that song. No. Hmm. Doesn't matter. But so what you been doing this week? Me. Yeah. Of <laughs> working. That's entertaining. It's not. Mm -mm. But when not working, been uh, obviously listening to some metal, playing some Dark Souls. God, you're such a hipster. What? Yeah? I'm sorry. I guess I'm still a little spiteful. <laughs> I've been doing the same thing. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> yeah, Dark Souls has got me by the balls. What can I say? Yeah, it's bad. No, really, like... I think about it. <laughs> I mean, I was kind of, like, riding that horse sexually mm. um, during the first one. And then Bloodborne really pumped me up. But I don't know. This one's oddly satisfying in, in strange ways. It is what I think about when I'm at work to get me <laughs> through work. Like, I'm just like, oh, man, I can get a few more levels in. And I can wear my armor. Oh, man, this is going to be good. <laughs> it definitely brings about a level of enjoyment that I don't get. It's been a while. Often. Well, I mean, I, I, I've been playing this series all the way through. Yeah. I'm new to this, and it's... Delicious. It's revelation. Uh, it's kind of weird that Ron's not here, because we can't tell him about the new movie that we saw. I know. But we could tell you guys about it. So, we like horror movies. Yeah, I don't know that that was made very apparent in our first in our videos, but um, I'm going to assume that none of you have seen those videos. We fucking live off of horror movies, so we're going to talk about that probably a lot. Now, so we like horror movies, but we're also, we enjoy some comedy. Yeah. Yeah, we do. So when you combine the two, it's pretty good. Not always. No. But... If it's done correctly. Well, the, I mean, there was Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Yeah. I watched that, like, monthly. <laughs> and have one doozy of a day. <laughs> I just wanted to go... I just wanted a vacation house. <laughs> I still use that phrase, doozy of a day, when I'm at work. <laughs> But, so, we decided on, which day was that when we watched that? Um, Third. Friday. Okay. Uh, that was definitely Friday, because our horror movie nights are on Thursday. 
Yes. Pretty sure we and watched I, it. And everybody was like, well, you're watching this movie again. I'm like, fuck you, nerds. Don't yeah. you know what fun is? Well, I, I didn't say that, but. Yeah. I had a, I had a great time watching it. Oh, it was really, for, yeah. Yeah. I knew you'd love it. It, because I still say the gingerbread men with their adorable rosy icing cheeks. Bl- the screams when they got set on fire it was like the most satisfying thing <laughs> I've seen. And then they even panned back to it for a second. Mm-hmm. Get, it was just so good. I, all three of them in tandem horribly using a nail gun because mm-hmm. it's much too heavy for them, but giggling as they're shooting nails at someone. Like, it was apparent that <clears throat> it was a PG-13 movie, um, but I still I still had a great time watching it. If anything, it the PG-13 was not a hindrance because, like, all right, I, so you have, this, you have this family. I thought the pacing was gorgeous. Yeah. Like. And the way the parents act, because there was, it was a family, so there was parents with kids. So obviously, yeah, the parents aren't going to be. They're going to try to limit their cursing. So when they're saying things like fudge and stuff oh, like that, it that makes was sense. Fi- that was passable. I mean, like, it was a horror movie with some, like, vicious monsters that you never got an on-screen kill. Yeah. So that's what made that a little apparent for anybody that was not a child watching the movie. But I think it had more than enough a little... I mean, there were so many different... Normally, like, a variety of monster creatures in a horror movie can get really, like kind of precarious because if you get one wrong if it's not it sticks it, it does and it, it kind of taints the whole movie but i mean from the gingerbread man that fish it we're probably gonna spoil things let me just let me just get that out of the way so we spoil this show's gonna have spoilers and we're gonna be indiscriminate and and just we'll flagrant prob- about it so we'll probably tell you that there's spoilers like after way through yeah so that being said I really enjoyed the little gingerbread man that was fishing for the, for the chubby kid. kid. Yeah, was so funny. <laughs> I was like, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's going for it. <laughs> I, I will, I will Krampus say, was sweet looking. Either. Yes. I mean, I'm a big proponent of no on-screen, unnecessary antagonist. Like, the more mysterious you can keep your bad guy, the more of an indelible expression it's going to leave on you after you're done watching it. So, for the fact that after the... For the third act, Krampus is on mm-hmm. screen a lot, and he still manages to have this, like, really terrifying sort of visage. It's because he's... Sometimes you can show a creature as long as it is a twisted version of something normal. I don't know if it was even that, but it seemed like in some of the shots he was... Actually, they changed his total appearance to make every time he was there sort of fresh. Mm. The first time you saw him, he was in the shadows. Yes. So it looked like his eyes weren't there almost, and his, like, his mouth was hollowed, and it was really creepy. But then when you saw him before he chucked the kid in the volcano, <laughs> <laughs> he had like almost like a broken jaw and really nasty-looking eyes and yeah. like gnarly-looking teeth and stuff. So I was just impressed that I saw him, and I'm like, this isn't the end of the movie. I'm getting nervous. Like, don't plunge at the end. And it, it managed to surprise me twice. 
we'll say having a variety of creatures isn't always necessarily a bad thing. Look at, uh, was it Cabin in the Woods? Oh, but look, that's unfair. Joss Whedon is an overlord. <laughs> like Director overlord? Dude, I mean, he nailed that movie. He didn't direct it, though. <clears throat> he only wrote it. Really? Okay. Okay, so then he didn't direct it, but... I mean, if you hand somebody a bar of gold and they chip away at it, what, what are you left with? It's a big piece of bar. It's most of a bar of gold. <laughs> <laughs> so... Whatever. Um, I don't want this. It's damaged. Coming from the director that did Trick or Treat, I'm. I heard another podcast theorize the modern horror podcast. It's a good podcast. Um, they theorize that this is just the second piece in a trilogy, and that that'd be awesome. But what what holiday would it be? Um. I want it to be Easter, since we don't really have any Easter horror movies. We don't. We have Thanksgiving. <laughs> we do, which I, you need to watch. We could. We. I mean, th- Thanksgiving or Easter, really, it would be my my bet. Because why battle with St. Patrick's Day and the Leprechaun movies? Yeah, I talked about being a fan of drinking. I was like, oh, St. Oh, Leprechaun exists. Yeah. And there's enough Leprechaun movies that they might have pulled all the fun out of that holiday. Because <laughs> that was just getting bad. I mean, I um, was inebriated with a friend one day and watched... Leprechaun in the Hood? Bro, if I could elucidate on my experiences more, I would. But it was a wild experience. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh, but Krampus was the shit. Oh, it fucking ruled. Um, the green blood when they stabbed the teddy bear. Like, every little detail I was really, really pumped on. The kills were ho- of the monsters were hilarious. Even the father, halfway, more than halfway through the movie, something, cr- like, elves crash through the window and take the one lady, and he's just like, great. <laughs> just sarcastic, perfect timing. It was just like, it was almost self-aware at that point. Yes. And no, I was I was thoroughly enjoy I mean the two twists at the end I was totally into. It had a, an abysmal ending and by that I mean tone not that it was a bad product. Yeah. No. So I mean I think horror totally strives farther when it um doesn't give you some crappy shitty happy ending. Happy endings are usually garbage in horror. It just you know you when you're I think of it horror movies in pretty simple, simple ways. You tend to want to be on a constant like turning up the volume of tension. You got to do it slow enough so that you don't hit ten too fast. And at the end of the movie, you don't want to just cut the volume because that leaves like think about listening to music, listening to a metal album that was real loud in the car, and you get outside to the outside. If it's like a quiet area, your ears almost ring from mm-hmm. like the the tone change. So it's like it's like the same thing. Don't don't just happy ending your way out of it. Give us something to go don't, home and worry about. I was gonna say, don't make me feel comfortable. Exactly. Same thing. That's the reason why we. I'd say that you shouldn't have the antagonist clear on screen. That's what made Aliens terrifying. The like, quick quick shots, never really a full image. So I mean, it never gives you a chance to rationalize anything because you there might be something you're missing when it's not there. 
I agree. Uh, but oh yeah, just wait your cigarette off of uh, tasty horror movies. I was looking on the internet, going on a uh, toilet of hell, and they have a segment every now and again about you know awesome riffs. Toilet of hell. What's that about? Metal. And hard stuff. No, it's a really sweet site. Um, yeah. I I also highly recommend checking that site out for um, your stories that aren't going to get covered on sites like Metal Injection. Right, yeah. It's... Metal Injection is a good site. I'm not not bringing them down at That's... all. It's just Toilet kind of exists for a little bit more of the, uh, the underground. deep underground. But, so, it's a good way to find... You know, just cool songs, maybe a band you didn't didn't know oh, about. Oh, totally. We uh didn't we hear um Fuck the Facts? Fuck the Facts, or did Phil find that on Bandcamp? I don't remember. Uh there's been shit. I know that uh Merk Mirker um was on toilet and that Mirker is some shit I listen to on a pretty regular basis. She knows what she's doing. I I can't wait for another album. I just hope we don't get region blocked. Yeah. Now, the reason we segue into that, we were just talking about some tasty horror movies. So, upon reading that article, got me thinking about, like, some of some of my favorite tasty riffs, or, I guess, also, our uh, favorite tasty riffs. Like, those riffs that you heard, that you, when you first heard, you're like, oh, that's so good. And when you still throw it on, you're like, God, I still love hearing that every time I anticipate that part. Like It got to a point when I was younger where I subconsciously was searching out CDs for that song that had that riff. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like just that like burner of a song. And then I unfortunately wasn't giving enough time to the rest of the material on those CDs. I, I know you're saying you have like those, there's those few tracks where you're just like, I'm going to play these until I don't want to hear it anymore. And then <laughs> forget that they wrote a full album. Uh, now, obviously, when I was coming up with some of the the riffs that, that I really like, just throwing this out there, obviously any Iron Maiden or any Children of Bodom song. Yeah, I don't are... think, I don't know if my face was officially melted until I heard them. Yeah. Like, I heard some shit, but like, it wasn't. It wasn't Alexi just... Being shred-tastic. I mean, they took a downturn, in my opinion, as far as musical quality. They went, uh... Like, they were always fast and, like... Oh, my God, shred-tastic. And they went more, uh... Crushing at, towards the end. Yeah. Which, it was still... It was still cool, it just wasn't... Wasn't what we were used to. Right. No, not when you had... Um, Fear the Reaper. Follow the Reaper. Follow the Reaper. I always say Fear the Reaper. Yeah, there's no cowbell in it. There is no cowbell. Jesus. <laughs> oh. Yeah, you, you did that. I did do that. Um. Yeah, I mean, Protest the Hero is another band where you can't go two songs without hearing a multitude of... Sometimes the problem with Riff them, monsters. Sometimes the problem with them is they'll play like that, like 
amazing riff and you only get it for a few seconds. Yeah. And no, you'll I, never I, hear I, that riff and you're like, no, why didn't you do that longer? <laughs> but like, oh, there's so many songs where they have like a transition or something that I think is just fan-fucking-tastic and... Makes you change the pants. It does, but I also end up listening to a lot of music to get to these transitions and I don't know if that's a testament to the entire song or just that one little bit. Yeah. Well, I'll say like, I was playing some of them for you already, like uh, the intro for uh, Rose Funeral's God Demise, that like super crushing. Oh, I think this might be easier for everybody to grasp. Do you know uh, Crazy Train? Yeah. I don't like listening to that song after he plays that part because then it goes no. into that wonky, shitty chorus. It gets too happy. Exactly. It has this, like, super, like, what menacing was, sound to what, it. What was that one? Skybreaker or some shit that you have us listen to. Oh, Amorphous. Um, Amorphous, yeah. The Sky is Mine. That song rules until they go into that chorus, like, three times. No, I, I'm fine with it. Uh, it just hurts me, Frank. I know, because you, like... All right. I, like, drive, dude. And they, they drive, but... I get that. But sometimes you tone it back a bit to then... I, I, okay, movements are fine. Yes. But... And that's like a melodic style of uh, metal. I guess I prefer when a band would save that change in tempo until they're done with that speed. I get what you're saying. You know what I mean? Like, play your fast part, slow it down, play it slow for a little while. I... But, like, the back and forth is where I get kind of, like... Because your expectation, my you're playing with my emotions. I think I actually... Ref- I should have put that on. That actually probably is one of my favorite. That's my... That riff is stoop. But, like, then they that's go like into that part. That's, like, the best use of delay ever. I kind of... Yeah, I know. I almost want to take a break and go listen to it and come back. But, no. I... <laughs> we're not going to do that. We can't do this. No. No, because the... Whew, clog in the sink. Call on the repairman. We we started pretty late tonight. Yeah, had a had quite the delay. Oh, mm. I was just talking about delay, and here we go. Delays. It's tying almost, it in. Almost the transition. Uh, but no, like that intro to that that Rosemary song is just. I remember the first time hearing that, it's being like, "That's crushing." Like, it, yeah, that that was an intro. Yeah. That um breakdown reminds me of an All, I think all so. Shall Perish. Yeah, it's not as Blood Runs Black, right, Tom? That breakdown? Yeah, it's more All Shall Perish. It, it's specific to that, like, seventh <laughs> track on that first album. Has a breakdown at the end. Uh, as, as, as Blood Runs Black. As Blood Runs Black? Okay, thank you. But bleed the black. <laughs> as soon as he said track seven, I was like, no, no, that's that's his blood. I felt like that. You know it by that track break, seven. That break, me and Tom it's, is just it's, driving it's like very specific breakdown on track seven on their their like first big album. Mm-hmm. Inquisition, not Inquisition. What the no. fuck was it called? Allegiance. Allegiance. That might have been Allegiance. Yeah. It was like it was their first full release. Slamming album. Yeah. But that breakdown just... That breakdown's br- like one of the best breakdowns of all time. It's kind of like what I was saying a minute ago. It's like I listened to that whole CD just to get to that fucking breakdown. Mm-hmm. What, it, what I liked about uh, Rose Funeral as far as the d- 
they're one of the, the deathcore bands, mm-hmm. is that, like, that song starts off with that breakdown, but then it goes into, like, a straight, actual, like, death metal riff. Like, less, I guess, core-ish, and I'm like, ooh, there we go. You'd probably like As Blood Runs Black, then. I think they're a lot of fun. And they're also a great alternative now that I can't like As I Lay Dying. Yeah. Nah. I yeah. shouldn't discredit the entire band's works because of that fucking dumb shit <laughs> singer. Oh. For those who don't know, he um Try got to... caught hiring an assassin? Yeah, a hitman. A hitman? Yeah, I guess that's a less yeah, exotic way of saying it. Don't say assassin. Really, that sounds it was too a cool. False it... Hitman though, because it was an undercover. Well, right, right, right. He yeah. hired a cop to kill his wife. So go you. You ruined two great bands. Ugh. And now the bands that they moved on to are just straight garb. Really? I mean, I shouldn't say that. I listen to like one song, but it's not my cup of tea. I'll tell you that. Uh, not my cup of tea. So I did not commit it to memory. Another riff that I was... Uh, another another riff that I was... Uh, that I was always running to was off of... Uh, That's like dying was so fucking good. Off Slayer's uh, Haunting the Chapel. I think it's second song. It was Captor Sin, that, that intro lead. Which I played for you earlier let's start off the song with sick lead i got grievously distracted by a kitten i know i was not horrifically impressed with that intro i mean for the time probably but dude they are so sloppy i don't care i know man it's hard for me it's it's my uh that's my bread and butter right there it's it's difficult for me i love it why didn't they try a second take because. I, I, apparently. Apparently because. Like, I don't know. This. Just like, maybe maybe one more. Maybe not like, maybe not perfection, but. Oh, you fucking Nazi. <laughs> <laughs> uh, dude, I don't know. It's the, it's the part of me that really desires like a strong rhythm. If things are very wrong, then it's harder for me to be like into it. You know what I mean? Oh, it's fast and aggressive. That's all I ever. Sometimes all I ever want. Do you like porn grind? Do I? Yeah. I've listened to it before. It's. I mean, I've listened to a lot of different grinds before, but like, I don't. I still don't know after like, actual. Twelve years, if I like grind. I think I. It depends what it is. Like, there's some that you're like, this is cool, and there's other ones you're just like. Okay, this is all of it is all of it to an extent is asinine. <laughs> it just I mean, is. Like, <laughs> like I, I was a fan of an albatross growing up, and to a lesser extent, like some girls and sex positions. I mean, uh, Genghis Tron, very much a fan. But I, s- I took nothing away from that. No, but like there's some of it that, especially some of the more earlier stuff, to where like they had the speed right. Like, they were pushing it as fast as they could, and it was good. But then people were like, well, let's just get rid of a drummer altogether to use a drum machine so we can play at impossible speeds. See, I think grind fits better 
in sections. Like the number 12 looks like you featured a lot of grind sections. Yeah. And I fucking loved that band. Even, uh, What's that uh, band that just released a sludge album after being grind all the time? Agoraphobic Nosebleed. Awesome. Yeah. All the time awesome. Yeah. It Grind is very weird. It is. Uh, there was um, there was a band I covered. The closer to punk that it is, I think, mm-hmm. the more I like it. There was a band I covered when we were doing videos. Um, I'd have to look them up again. But, yeah, they they were like grind almost like they almost had like noise elements to them too and yeah it was it was rough (laughs) i'm pretty sure one of the uh album covers what the hell was it called i forget what it was but they had a it's pretty much a noise song it was like air raid followed by some numbers i just remember the album cover being like a soldier holding up a part of what used to be a person after I think some explosive went off. Yeah, you were telling me about that. That uh that's a thing. It's rough. Yeah, it's yeah. Imagine being that guy. Hey, who's this? Is this yours? Did oh. you drop this? Uh, yeah, yeah, you dropped this. It's, I see uh, you, you silly. <laughs> Come on, put yourself back together. You gotta get moving. Put yourself back together. Always got jokes. Ugh. Where were we going on that? Well, grindcore, Jesus. I yeah, I'm still thinking about it. Like, it need, I'm very specific. You're right. Like, I need rhythm to it. Otherwise, I get a little bit annoyed. I feel like it's like if I wanted harsh noise, I would have put on harsh noise. I love harsh noise. If that's what I wanted. Well, technically, then why don't you? Then there's power violence. I was is, I was gonna bring that up, but I didn't want to start attacking random genres because I don't understand them. I like power violence. Though. I didn't know it existed until last year. Yeah, that's pretty much like a combination of harsh noise and grindcore, pretty much. And punk. Yeah. Um, over over the top distortion, like... Julie Christmas? Okay. Was that her name? Dude, I don't remember. Man. This is, um, this is your job. Yeah, we already got rid of that. Uh, Julie Christmas. I think that's right. The girl from the cult of Luna album is kind of like power violence at times but i find that very good and it's usually on the experimental side of things is that what i like about it do you like no yeah why not do you like bjork sure i mean i know he does do you do you I listened to it. I like it. I mean, I think it came on as recently as like a day or two ago on my iPod. And I was like, yeah, this is sweet. I feel like my friends had some of that on while camping at one point. Oh, yeah, totally. Why not? No one will give you funny looks. Yeah. It's like Yanni. Oh, Yanni's the fucking shit. <laughs> yeah, but don't tell people that. No, yeah, I'm sorry. Yanni's the shit. If you have a problem with that... Says, you're not metal. Right to um, our Facebook. Yeah. So we know where to send the punch to. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. I would love to get into a Facebook argument about Yanni. <laughs> I would take that so not seriously. I think he's actually coming around. 
Nice. Yeah. I'm debating. <laughs> I'm thinking about going to that Sebastian Maniscalco show in June or July. That's going to be funny. Are you going to go? I don't think so. Ugh. I'm going to try my damn just to go to, the, go to the later one in order for me to try to go. I don't, whatever. I think it's on a Saturday. Yeah. Later is fine. 10.30, which means, I think it's the second show, which means all the comedians touring with would go first. So he's probably not going on until like midnight. Hmm. Now if we uh, dial back a little bit to uh, riffs, one of the other things I uh, was talking to you that you, you agreed on is... Unleash the Archers, Tonight We Ride, any riff oh, in that song. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And that brings me back to that point that I was talking to you about last week. That album would have been, or maybe that was the week before? Possibly. No, nah, Ron was on that episode, so that had to be two weeks ago. It was. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Um, I would have given that album a 9 or a 9.5 or a 9.75 mm-hmm. if the only the guitar work could, was better. Because... Can you really improve upon the vocals? No. But other than certain tracks, I feel like, personally, the guitar work could have been cleaned up a little bit. I'm fine with it. But it wasn't. They were going for, like, perfect. You know what they were going for. And certain things weren't that. Call me a prick. but I. You're a fucking prick. I appreciate the vocals too much. So you wanted the... I wanted Alexi to play guitar for that. Jeez. Imagine that. I, I Imagine. All right, but if we're like forming, you know, super groups. No, that's not I'm how just it works. forming a reasonable scale of judgment. Is it? Yeah, I think so. I don't know if that is. I, th- I think it is. I think sometimes you're a little insane. That's fair. I feel like sometimes the way that you listen to music is the same way... That the type of boss that you hate treats workers. <laughs> They're like, when you're pushing is- so hard and putting out good work and it's not good enough, so you're like, oh, you could do better. That would probably be true if I paid them. Maybe that's why you hate them so much, because you are them. We are not them. <laughs> No, is listening to a song and saying, damn, those are good vocals. And listening to the riff and saying, that's fine. Not, damn, that's a good riff going along with these awesome vocals. I still listen to it. Oh. I love it. Shit. Dude, the album got, even at my very particular scale, like an 8.75 or a 9. Just give it the goddamn 9. No. Okay, fine. It gets a 9. I can't take it from Britney Slays. Well, you deserve it. Oh, God. The... <laughs> Maybe even a 9 2. There but you go. But no more than that. I've got um, standards. Oh. I've got standards. Love me some hardcore. Who doesn't? I love breakdowns. I know you do. I love breakdown. If you're if you're listening to me as like any word of of truth in the subject, don't. <laughs> I love breakdowns so very much. You know what I almost I feel like not all most 
breakdowns. Who's that band? All Time Low or... Uh, I don't know. There's some terrible breakdowns out Who's there. Who's that oh, band? Oh, yeah. A Day to Remember. A Day to Remember. I think that's the one. That does the group chant breakdown. Oh, like my God. A bunch God. of little, little girls. Oh, God. People eat that... 16-year-old girls eat that shit up. Mm-hmm. There's a band I could punch in the face. They'd be it. No. I don't know about all that. I just don't ever want to listen to their music. It's kind of like right. pop country. Yeah. Just yeah. don't want to. Just <laughs> leave me alone with it. <laughs> now, outlaw country is a whole different story. Yeah, right. <laughs> Who's that? Uh, Wheeler Walker Jr. <laughs> Give that a listen to. You're not gonna find that on your fucking radio. But it's hilarious. Seriously. Oh man. Actually, I will say in the like, it's not a breakdown, but it's a band that tends to use breakdowns. Uh. Hate breed. Ah, cool, uh, yeah. I will be heard. How it starts off with just like the feedback and the bass going. Have we have we figured out yet? Are they white supremacists? Hate breed? No. Oh, okay. I don't think so. I'm just I'm with Anselmo lately, I just don't know anymore. No, 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 no. They're like like <laughs> no. They, they're usually quite positive about like anything standing in your way, you know, just fight through it. Anything? No. Like, no, I don't mean like that. Like oppressors. Okay. Awesome. Like, usually there's a lot of, like... I like the concept of hate like, breed, but against, that's... like, abusive parents and stuff like that. It is also something I'm not very fluent in, the the ways of hate breed. Yeah. At least what I've gathered. Like, the one song, A Call for Blood, is, like, a song about, like, destroying anyone who has done harm to children. Word. I can get behind that. Exactly! But on that same album... Uh, I will be heard. This has like the feedback going and like the bass chugging along as he's screaming over top of it. That's pretty before, sweet. Oh, yeah, it's so good. Once again, that's like that was my first time hearing them, and like up until that point, I hadn't even really heard hardcore at all. So I hear that, and I'm like, "What is this?" <laughs> so like, Norma Jean was one of my favorite bands. And they put out two good albums. But after the first good album, the lead singer left and created The Chariot. And The Chariot was a fucking kick-ass band for about a decade, I would guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm not even trying to do the math right now. And then they broke up. Rest in peace, The Chariot. Um, but there was a few songs of theirs that also I kind of heard <clears throat> where the one actually faded in the uh, is it the greatest dictator oh uh yes i believe that's what it's called that speech that everybody knows in that movie that speech i just i didn't know where it came from at the time but i listened to that like i was walking around shop right at work one day i was just like i gotta listen to this like 17 times (laughs) <laughs> brooding about being in a super corporate shithole oh my god that's how yeah. I felt at the time it's that's yeah. what were you saying with their machine minds and <laughs> their machine... <laughs> regimen you oh uh, it's so good god so did. Good. there is days where I like put that on you got to while like driving home or something and it just like you're like 
I'm ready. <laughs> it's riding the battle on my lightning steed. Oh, that's Unleash the Archers. That's how That's how I get pumped and ride my horse made out of pride. It's like this a celestial does, uh, body. What does condensed pride look like? That's it looks like... like a celestial body. It's both dark and bright at the same time. Heavy and light to the touch. You can't fully comprehend. You see it as God. <laughs> so your horse is better than you. How else do you ride to victory? Uh, at that point, it's like riding in a limo. Well, to be fair, if that's my horse, what does my warhammer look like? And my armor. Are you talking about, like, your warhammer? <laughs> I will wreck with it. <laughs> I will uh, smash through the walls. <laughs> that movie would get watched by people. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Do we have any other topics? I meant to say uh, we're we're still talking about you brought up uh, converges. Uh, oh yeah, I was saving that. Um, so no, no, uh, well, the one riff also that you the one you showed me earlier. What fucking song? I don't know their song. Oh, titles. it was Axe to Fall off of Axe to Fall. Oh my god, that is you introduced me to Converge, and oh man, I mean you're like I think you like them. That's more my wheelhouse. That was the the uh, neck of those woods that I kind of grew up in. Was like. I guess what a lot of people would call either post-hardcore or like metalcore or chaotic hardcore, I think that's enough for you to get a general idea of what I'm talking about, like Poison the Well, Norma Jean, the Blood Brothers. Mm -hmm. Um, So... Trying to wrap this back around the, my initial point, which has been lost to the seas. Um, I converge came around rather quickly with all that sort of one step to the side of hardcore that I was really into. Mm-hmm. So they um, they're re-releasing something. I just saw today that um, they are re releasing you fail me which is fucking sweet we listened to you fail me um metal injection has it up on their page <laughs> i believe i believe Take that's where I, I believe that's where i saw you could just kind of type that shit in like converge uh you fail me re-release or redux um that'll get you there and most sites have a clip up for you to listen to the At Least You Fail Me. It, I believe, releases on June 17th. So, no. check that out. It didn't sound like the snobby horse shit that I was expecting. I was going to say, I was like, I feel, isn't that a genre, though, that you... You That's why want... I'm not about to trash this. Is like I don't want perfection out of you, fail me, because that was still so early in their career that like their music was partially harsh noise. But now I think all they're doing is putting clarity to the actual actual instrumentation. You'll be able to hear, at least on like a black metal scale, 
what's going on rather than there's like sometimes so much transitional static that it just doesn't mm. yeah no dude you'd love their first few albums i, love... I don't this i mean I, I i was down with it um i do like where they're going that is a band that is growing well in my opinion anything that you've uh put on for me has Oh, and they like, always did great videos, like just these de- dark, depressing, artsy. Of course. <laughs> oh, you got that. Um. Oh, is it? The Jewish, the Jewish... Japanese sex and cookbook. Yeah. And mm. how to raise wolves. Oh yeah, I've heard about that. This is a real book. Where'd you what like what got you to that? I don't know. What are you yeah, what <laughs> what are you looking at in like, your Like are free you time? actually looking for that sort of a thing? Because I heard of it on No. Uh, I was different reference. scrolling on foot, uh, Facebook. No, you weren't. <laughs> okay. Okay, yeah, I think Facebook did cram that in my face at some point. That what is and it? I is it a like, comedy? I don't know. I just looked it up, and it's a real book. Oh, totally. That is all I know at this point. I like. I don't know if it's a comedy or if it's just really old, and you know, terrible. You don't want to know how to raise wolves, while also. I imagine this is a Maddox, a Maddox style book, but that's what I would have. Yeah. This is written in Maddox style. Yeah. His style. No, I know, I know. I'm just saying it loud enough so that definitely everybody okay. else can hear. That man's a genius. He's funny. Um, he's uh, he's funny in a way that it takes practice because if the people around you don't know yeah, that all that's just a joke, they would hate you. <laughs> Everyone you, you ever cared about. On the back of the on the back of the alphabet manus, it just has like. Instead of that the, isn't necessarily true. That could have just be like, oh yeah, here, put that shit on the back. I don't give a fuck what people think about my book. He's that, he's got that such a sense of humor that I, I don't know if that's real shit or not. Let's see why it's not. It's nice to think of it as real. Though. Yes. The, Either way, it's right. brilliant. The, yeah. I remember, still remember the first time reading that book and like, it's the only time where I was like reading something. We didn't raise you this way. <laughs> Your father didn't raise you like this either. <laughs> and like further down, why such filthy language? Mom. Better and horrible at the same time while laughing so hard. I cried. I was crying <laughs> while reading no, the book. The first time that we had that book, did AJ bring that over? I did. You brought that here? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there was a few moments where we were all wrecked. I I still when he's talking about Chuck Norris and like a day in the life of Chuck Norris and talking about how he starts every day like every other American male with a boner after rubbing one out uh eats was it a bowl of rocks for uh <laughs> breakfast flosses his teeth with steel takes a two flush megas shit and wipes wipes his ass with intercepted letters to Santa Claus and I'm pretty sure the ending of the day is 
in the evenings, Chuck Norris likes to sit in the dark and pray that his ca- his enemies get cancer. <laughs> the tears that were just rolling down. Because, <laughs> uh, I don't know, like, if when you read things, like, you actually have the, the image in your head. And we had, yeah, we had many a reading from the Alphabet of Manliness, like, you know, Vanessa would be down here. I feel like always... Saying just about anything. And we would run for the book to prove her wrong. (laughs) I remember bringing the book over to a friend's house and showing her the O is for obedience section, which has a cartoon picture of a man that has just thrown a frisbee and a woman leaping into the air to catch it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it does. (laughs) Yes, yes, it does. Which her response was, hell no. (laughs) Those are the moments we live for. Oh, I believe we got off a bit, but, uh, what are we, oh, Jesus. Yeah, no, that's, that's pretty good. Um, hopefully, uh, I hope we'll figure out where Ron is. Yes. He's probably fine. He's, he's good. He's a little scamp. He gets, he gets carried away. Yeah, he gets into things. Not bad things, just. Maybe dirty things. Maybe. We don't know. He's not here to, to deny it, so... We're going to assume the worst when it comes to... Oh, God. You know what I mean? You, you guys know what I mean. So, um... I don't know, Frank, what do you think? I believe, uh... We have... Oh, um... Is there... Okay. Uh, well, no, like... Is there any, like... Do we have Facebook or anything yet? We've always had Facebook. Yes. So... Why don't you have a Facebook? Because I don't. Yeah. Oh, come on. Not now. All right. You got that excuse one more time. All right, cool. Everybody start yelling at Frank to get, get off Facebook. On what? Gonna... I'm about to drop his cell phone on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but for tonight, I believe uh, you have safely arrived at your destination. It is now okay to unbuckle. Good night, ladies.